At The Social Web, we believe that small businesses are the heart of the community and that social media enables small business owners and professionals to compete with larger brands without the huge marketing budget that the larger brands can afford. If you are ready to honor your business and yourself by taking control of your social media marketing, visit thesocialweb.news for more information. The Social Web and The Social Web Inner Circle, helping you untangle the web of social media marketing. Do you real? I almost put this in the notes, the actual names. I'm like, oh. no, then she would see. I already know Joe Montana. He's not number 49. What is he know? Joe Montana's 16. Who's number 49? All I, I don't know, but you just made it to the front of the, <laughs> for the, front of the episode. <laughs> what am I thinking of then? I have no clue. Don't put me on. <laughs> Don't put me in purgatory. Where's purgatory? On the front of the episode. <laughs> it's been a long week, right? Are you ready to wind down? Why not? It's time for the Wine Time Fridays podcast with Shelly and Phil. Neither are sommeliers, but both have a deep passion for life, each other, and delicious wine. And now... Here to talk about this week over a glass of wine is Shelly and Phil. It's wine time. Hello again and welcome to another episode of Wine Time Fridays. This is episode 49. 49. And uh, I have, we have so much to talk about. But before we go any further, Shelly, I wanted to personally say to you and everyone who's listening, happy Friday. Happy Friday. It's good to be Friday before the Tuesday. Yeah, it is. Oh, <laughs> I think I know what you're referencing. Uh, happy wine time. It's wine time. Happy Friday. It's wine time. You'd think I'd get those perfect. Uh, gosh. Okay. I was going to say, do you want to just, since you made that reference, go right into that? Sure. Because <laughs> <laughs> this seems like a a brand new episode to a brand new podcast almost, doesn't it? It does. Why is that? Because we have pre-recorded our other podcasts because we weren't drinking wine. Are you saying that um, before those, they were all recorded live? Pretty much. <laughs> At least in the same week. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We actually um, went hardcore and, re- and pre-recorded f- four episodes, basically. In two days. Yeah, it was, it was well... No wonder we had to detox. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we speaking of detox, we went through a twenty-one day reset on a number of things. Diet. Yeah, and it, it was, um, yeah. Well, you know, we ended Monday, and there we go. By the way, last Saturday was the first day of spring, so it's a new leaf. Ooh, our friends at New Leaf. <laughs> I'm going to charge them for that um, name drop. No, I'm not, because they're really friends. Uh, so real quick, we do have a reception wine, a um, welcome wine. We should just call it a welcome wine. Okay. Yeah. And and Shelly is loving this. <laughs> she is not. <laughs> this is like the first wine we've had in so long. And, and she's like, eh. Uh, <laughs> we've already toasted, but let's take a, one more sip, and then we'll I'll unveil what it is. Still nothing? Yeah. That's a bad aftertaste. 
All right. Uh, this is a 2019 Keller A. Auer Pinot Gris. Ah, uh, no wonder. A Pinot Grigio. It is from Italy. Uh, this is a Gary V. wine. Uh-oh. It was 20 Sorry, bucks. Sorry, Gary. <laughs> Uh, they had so many great things to say, he and Sam, on this wine. I actually don't dislike it. Uh, the nose on this is fantastic. Yeah, the nose is nice. Yeah, and but and, if you don't like Pinot Gris, it and tastes, we and we are like old wine. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny as when we were watching the video because they'll actually do a video of the three or whatever however many wines they send in that month's uh, wine club. They do a video and taste through them. So when we open one of their bottles, we tend to watch the video too and taste along with Gary and Sam, much like we would like you to taste along with us when we do these episodes. Anyway, they had such high hopes and they were like, yeah, Gary says, I can't remember the last time I bought a Pinot Gris. I stay away from that aisle. And I'm like, so do we. (laughs) But he said, this is nothing like any Pinot Grigio that you've had. It's not sweet, that's for sure. It's nice and dry, but yeah, and no, it's, I just don't like the she, aftertaste. She says got a really long, nasty finish. <laughs> not nasty. It's well, just not. We've waited all this time to drink wine, and we're having Well, this. you know what? Let's do this. Let's go ahead and have some good wines then, shall we? What wines are we, what grape are we talking about today? We are talking about Morvedra. There are a couple ways. So M-A-U-V-E-D-R-E. Yeah. Morvedra. I was listening to an actual Frenchman pronounce this, and they kind of roll that last bit. Yes, as they will. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, uh, Morvedra or Morved. Um, I, I've heard it both ways. Should ask our depends trust. on your French accent, which I don't have anymore. Oops. Oh, listen to that. It sounds good. <laughs> this is awesome. So, what's the first one? Um, it's this. This is the Klein, 2018 Klein. Yep. Ancient Bines Morvedra. Yep. <clears throat> 15% alcohol by volume. And I've got some notes. You know, we did a Klein Carignan the other day. Uh, let's go ahead and toast this up. We're kind of working up to supposedly the good stuff. This is a $15 bottle of wine, fourteen seventy nine at Fred Meyer, as opposed to the next one, which is double the price. So this has got one of those noses that you get from some of these high volume wines a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't like, like the nose. I don't either. Maybe I've lost my taste for wine. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Maybe you lost your taste. No. I haven't been around anyone with that. <laughs> um, when we used to taste wines at the grocery outlet. <laughs> You have to you have to taste through a lot of bad wines to find any decent ones. And so I, the grocery outlet is a local company, and I guess you would call it like pick and save for groceries. <laughs> it, but they have this big wine section, and sometimes you can get really good gems there. 
I've heard people actually but, have bought silver oak and they'll have wineries that the label's crooked and mm-hmm. they can't sell it. So sure. they just get anything from it or they will run out of room in their warehouse. So they'll move that stuff out. Uh, we are big fans of Kestrel's Lady in Red and we it's found. Just fun. Yeah. It was a different Lady in Red, um, on the label and everything, but $3.99 once yeah. a bottle and the that Christmas is one. 12 bucks. It's 12 ish dollars a bottle we ended up buying a couple cases we did well we, presents, i always taste yeah always they are great presents. For presents but i i t- i always take i'll grab one taste it and we both went this is pretty good oh that's where we found that one rosé yes okay let's drink this up oh so two hours toasting to this one but to health and wealth and abundance and gratitude and romance and peace on earth and your Infectious giggles in a good way. Oh, come on. That was, there we go. (laughs) And our kisses. (laughs) Oh, boy. It tastes better than it smells. (laughs) Their tasting notes say, and actually, I'm getting black licorice and pepper on the front end. I got pepper on. Back end, I'm getting black licorice. It, <clears throat> their tasting notes say hints of eucalyptus on the nose, distinct chocolate characteristics. Now, maybe that's part of what I'm getting the back on the black licorice and perhaps a little chocolate. Um, I don't get the chocolate. I get the black licorice on the peppercorns. They say this goes exceptionally well with grilled lamb. Wild mushroom uh, ragu, or is it ragout? Ragu, and, and not that kind you buy in a jar. No, that's R A G U. This is R A G O U T, mm-hmm. and peppercorn crusted beef tenderloin. Yeah, we have an episode of, that we're talking about. Oh, that's beef Wellington. Never mind. Okay, it had the beef in it. We can have. It's it's been a long time. <laughs> we haven't had red meat either. <laughs> so this um, Mavedra actually ins- was inspired. Not this Mavedra, Mavedra. I can never say it. It's one of those wines like Carignan. I can't Mervedra. say Mavedra. There we go. Thank you. Um, what inspired this episode was inspired because of a lunch we went to uh, about a week and a half ago. Um, at the resort, we were invited to basically participate in a focus group with a new app that's coming out called the Grape Basket. And it sounds super fantastic. Sounds very fun. And it's a social app for wine lovers. Yeah. Yay. And it will help smaller wineries that, that distributors don't pick up. It will help them to get in front of Eyeballs, essentially. And you can buy the wine right on the app. Yep, through the winery. And so uh, Elsom, so Judy Elsom with Elsom Vineyards or Elsom Cellars. There we go. Elsom Cellars. They were, uh, she partnered up with Jacqueline Carnitz of the Great Basket to, to do this. And Judy... So it was a focus group and they were asking a lot of questions and we were giving a lot of feedback. And for every bit of feedback you gave, they would give you a little ticket. So I gave a lot of feedback because I am a yapper. And I 
I leaned over to Shelly at the very beginning. I said, I think we have a lot that we can help them with on this because of our background and what they're doing. And we did. It was a lot of fun. But uh, they drew for a couple bottles of wine, and I was the first name they drew. (laughs) Of course. How many tickets did you have? I had nine. Like 20? I had nine. (laughs) You had six. I had four. Maybe even three. I think you had more than that. I didn't. You were talking, yeah, you were talking more than I thought you normally Yeah, and they gave all the tickets to you. They didn't give them to me when I was talking. Well, it's... I don't think that's exactly true, but I think it's exactly true. Okay, well, we're not going to have a <laughs> we're going to edit our that argument <laughs> here on our podcast episode. But anyway, we have a bottle of the Mervedra sitting downstairs from Elson Sellers, and the then I'm like, well, we haven't done a Mervedra uh, episode because we some we don't have all of these lined up. Like we. We have some in the future, but we have some open dates that we can play with. Mm-hmm. And so, anyway, uh, super excited about the app. You want to touch on it anymore or no? Um, no, it'll be a combination of, I said no, and then I go right into talking about I it. I love it. <laughs> um, it'll be a combination Instagram plus Etsy. So you can um, you can share your wines with your friends and you can follow each other. You can comment on their posts, and then you can purchase the wines right on the app. But it will go through the winery, so it's not like a third-party distributor. It hey, should be fun. Oh, it will be fun. Listen, here comes Chris. You know that song? The one that's one of the best songs you've ever heard in your life, but nobody else knows? Yeah, us too. The Greatest Song You've Never Heard podcast brings you a weekly song, the story behind it, and some background as to why that song might not be more well-known. I'm Chris Cochran, one of the hosts of The Greatest Song You've Never Heard, and for most of my life, I've been collecting music from every genre imaginable, every style you can think of. Well, except modern country. I hate modern country. Hank Williams Sr., fantastic. Ferlin Husky, freaking amazing. But I digress. I built up a massive library of music, and most of it doesn't suck. So one day I asked my buddy Phil, host of the Wine Time Friday podcast, hey, what if we did a podcast featuring those songs that we love, but nobody else has ever heard of, and that we think are incredible, but most of our friends don't know? Thus was born the greatest song you've never heard podcast. Join us each week, wherever you get your podcast, and hear us as we surprise each other with a song that one of us feels is the greatest song you've never heard. Okay, welcome back. Um, just to just to say it, I, that is a really fun podcast I'm doing with Chris Cochran. Mm-hmm. It is super fun, and uh, kind of get to drill down into some different music things. So anyway, uh, thank Chris for creating that sponsorship spot. Anyway, uh, let's move on to the other Mavedra, <laughs> so we don't we'll give that to Daphne and (laughs) this is cold glass well it's because it hasn't been used in forever forever okay why don't you say a little bit about the uh, Sonder Mervedra Sonder Mervedra comes from the Yakima Valley in the Sugarloaf Vineyard this is about a $30 price point Got this the culinary stone, and this came highly recommended. 
so scary to do this over my computer. I know. Why are you doing that? Um, this is whole berry fermentation. You're using native yeast. 40 days extended maceration, and then it was aged for 10 months in neutral French barrels. 14.2% alcohol, which is pretty low for Washington rent. Yeah. That's this smells much better. Seemingly as about as low as it gets. You might find a 14, and very rare does it get below 14. Let's go ahead and... Yeah, this, this does smell better. To peace on earth. And your giggles. Oh, that was the softest little ding. That was perfect. Mm. Right off the bat. Right off the bat. There's a balanced silkiness. I, I, I know there are some tannins on the finish a little bit, but I think they're pretty soft. They are pretty soft, but normally there are more tannins, bigger tannins in Mobedras. So if you like Cabernets, supposedly you will like Mobedras. So. Yeah, um, it's like according to Madeline Puckett of Wine Folly, it's a full-bodied and rustic wine that originated in Spain. And even uh, like the seafaring Phoenicians way back, 500 B.C., uh, brought it over. Uh, seemingly obscure, but it's it, it's a wine that's used in Chateauneuf de Pope. Chateauneuf de Pope. I just Pope. hiccuped a little bit. And it's <laughs> obviously one of the three major uh, varietals in the Rhone, Rhone Valley, which is the GSM, uh, Grenache, Syrah, and Mavedra. So, um, but it's really a, mostly a blending grape that can stand on its own. And this is a hundred percent. It is a hundred percent. Yep. Oh, wow. Oh, what I was going to tell you is, um, Sonder is a noun, a noun that is the profound feeling of realizing that everyone, including strangers that you pass in the street has a life as complex as your own. I love that. I know, right? Which they are constantly living despite one's personal lack of awareness of it. And that really kind of sums up a wine, doesn't it? Definitely, yeah. It's, it's every wine is unique, and yet it's still got a story behind it. And, and we love the stories behind wines and wineries. One of one of the top three reasons, probably number three, that we enjoy <laughs> wine. <laughs> yes, maybe number two. Maybe. Yeah, I. You know, we haven't really talked about this for a while. I mean, our wine journey. You look in the color. Mm -hmm. A lot darker on that Klein. No, oh, I don't see that. Look. Oh, maybe not. Okay. Darker on the song. Maybe it was just the angle that I was watching you. Um, this is like ruby red, mm -hmm. this Sonder. This is really a pretty, pretty purple, because I said <laughs> ruby red, but that's kind of like purple. Well, yeah. This has really got great mouthfeel, too. But the tannins are there, mm. as they should be. So obviously, these two could be... Lied down for quite a long time. 
Yeah, client could be lied down for about six more months and the sonder <laughs> could be lied down probably for another Actually five. Actually laid down. Laid down, lied down. Grammar police. I get in trouble for that all the time. Where are you at? That's a shout out to Lynn. Yep. <laughs> now I get to tag her. Oh, good. Yep. Um, the wines that Sonder makes are wines they love to drink, bright, playful, juicy, and most importantly, delicious. Juicy. What a great word. Well, for yeah. this. I mean, obviously, right? You know, so at the Met, when I was at the very beginning of our new wine journey, I would be done with the shift and I'd walk through and they're all having a glass of wine and they knew that I was learning about wine. Phil, you want to have a glass, you know, and taste? Sure. Always usually pretty high-end wine, wine mm-hmm. at, the, at the Met. And they would pour a little glass and it was this one Chardonnay I particularly remember and I, I smelled it and I mean, this waft of alcohol. I mean, it was, it was like really strong. And I tasted it and they're like, what are you getting? I was like, I'm getting alcohol right off the bat. And they're like, no shit. It's wine. <laughs> <laughs> but that means it's not very well balanced. I know. Or it needs to breathe a little bit more or lay down a little longer and all of that stuff. But, but this, uh, so I say juicy because it is juicy. It's got a really juicy mouthfeel, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, is always right to me. Oh, to you, yes. <laughs> it's my opinion. Uh, so this is number 49 episode. Oh, it is. <laughs> you are so right about that. Gosh, what would I do without you? Do you real? I almost put this in the notes, the actual names. I'm like, oh, no, then she would see. But I already know Joe Montana. He's not number 49. What is he then? Joe Montana's 16. Who's number 49? All I, I don't know, but you just... Made it to the front of the for the front of the episode. What am I thinking of then? I have no clue. Don't put me on the front. Of the episode. <laughs> Don't put me in purgatory. Where's purgatory? On the, the front, front of, of the, the episode. episode. <laughs> you always do that. I do it. I hey, I got me last time. You never listen to ours. You have no idea. You never <laughs> listen to our episodes. I pour my heart and soul into those. Number forty nine. I'm going to start with Dennis Smith, NFL. Okay. There's always going to be a Smith on these things at some point. (laughs) Honestly, I don't even remember Dennis Smith. I think he was with. I do. I think he was with the Cardinals. Who did Dennis Smith play for? I don't really care. Alexa. Oh, man. No, we don't need her here. Ron Guidry. You know Ron Guidry. I've heard his name. Oh, I thought you knew him a little bit more. Major League Baseball. Angels. Uh, I think so. I think he played with the Angels in Texas, maybe. Oh, man. I'm losing my sports knowledge. Speaking of sports, March Madness going on right now. Go Zags. Go Zags, yes. There's a lot of stuff going on. Spring is in the air. Spring is here. Well, technically speaking. Spring is here. Yeah. Last Saturday. Yeah, and the golf course is almost open. Oh, we kind of thought it'd be open a little earlier, but we it's did. kind of nice because we still walk it. Yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah. 
Uh, it, it's been a pretty wet little bit. Uh, let's see what else, what we've got coming up. We've got in April, a really cool episode with Phil Marchand. Yeah, that's going to be really fun. I know. I want, I want to also, I want to be involved too. Somehow. I don't know if that's going to work because we have to run the episode, but Phil and I, the other Phil, the other Phil, we have picked out three wines and we're going to be tasting through these three wines together. And he's a, he's a saxophone player and he is going to play what he tastes. I think that's so cool. That is cool. I don't think there's any podcast in the history of podcasting that does that. And, and we're doing it. <laughs> we'll see. And, and I, you're going to play piano. Maybe. Maybe. I might have to fix it a little bit because it's a little out of tune and the pedals need to be fixed a little bit. Uh-oh. As I point over there. Uh, anyway, that, that will be happening sometime in April. World Mallback Day is in April. International Kava Day is in April. And we're just having so much fun with all these things. But uh, next week, we don't know what's coming up, but it will be... We don't know what's coming up? No, I, I don't know what we're doing. It happens. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, and then uh, some of the wines that we enjoyed this week, the Monte Scarlato Estate Winery Whole Cluster Malbec, speaking of Malbec. And then we had the Antonori Castello de la Sala Bramito. Did I say that right? I don't know. Bramito. I'm yeah. sure it was wrong, but. No, it's right. It's I can't right say now. it any better, but it was great. The Chardonnay was fantastic. Was Both of those were really fantastic. And it's one of the reasons so, why. Since it was great, you should say their name again. So, okay. If anyone wants to try it, it's, it's from really Antonori. Good. Castello Dea Sala Bramito Chardonnay. It's in the show notes, so don't worry. You can just uh, copy and paste and bring it over to Google. Uh, it's uh, 25 Google. bucks, something like that. It, it's, it's a, it was a fantastic Chardonnay. Um, and then, of course, the, the Malbec was really good, too. It was from Red Mountain. That was fantastic. But, you know... I think we're thinking some of these wines are so good because we just really haven't been drinking as much, but these were really good. The Klein, <laughs> it, it will work it for a party. But uh, the Sonder is fantastic. Uh, probably could use another year or two. It is actually a 2019, so it's really young. It is really young. Yep. Uh, Shelly Webb, anything else? We have KB on board for a couple uh, sponsorship spots. That's kind of fun. That is fun. Yeah, they're we awesome. We love their winery. And this Great is... Great weekend getaway as well. Oh, go stay in a yurt. Yes. In fact, if you That's can... That's coming up on the blog soon. The... What is? My blog. The episode about the yurts. I thought you already posted that. No, I posted about the wines. <gasps> I thought you did post about the yurts. Not yet. Wow. Just some minor tease. Stop that. I'm just saying, you teased for like since September. <laughs> you should have seen the look she gave me. Yeah, I know, or I'll be sleeping tonight. So uh, just remember with a little, I'm just saying this, with a little bit of knowledge, wine becomes, do you have anything else? <laughs> I do not. Okay, with a little bit of knowledge. Say wine, good night, Gracie. Good night, Gracie. Wine becomes so much less overwhelming. See you next week. 
Have an awesome weekend, awesome week. Happy spring and just drink good wine. We have news for you. Wine needn't be intimidating or boring either. Let sommelier and wine buyer for the Culinary Stone, Trevor Treller, help you in selecting wines that deliver the best quality to price ratio. The wine regions of the world and our own country can offer up these glorious bang-for-the-buck items and some special occasion premium bottles too. Let us guide you in your search for that perfect bottle of wine. If you have any questions, visit culinarystone.com or simply call 208-277-4116. Thank you for spending part of your day to wind down with Shelly and Phil. Remember, you can listen to any episode of the Wine Time Fridays podcast by visiting winetimefridays.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And join us on our Wine Time Fridays Facebook page, Instagram, or on Twitter, which is at Vintage Tweets, for daily conversation. Until next week, here's our toast to you. To health, wealth, abundance, gratitude, peace on earth, and of course, romance. <laughs>